So, good afternoon. This is the time of day on retreat when we um, practice opening our hearts. And I invite you to not just do that in this hour, but throughout the retreat. So, um, throughout this first day of practice, you may have become more aware of the states of your body, heart, and mind as thoughts, sensations, and emotions have come through. How have you related to your experience thus far? Have you met experience with judgment, blame, criticism, all of the above? If so, that's actually good news. That's a sign that purification is happening. What that means is that the more we're aware of what's happening within us during these unwholesome states of mind, we can actually, and actually meet them with compassion and kindness, we can actually transform them with skill and wisdom. Have you been able to meet your experience with kindness and compassion, forgiveness even? If so, keep cultivating those qualities, those skillful means. However you've related to your experiences thus far is totally okay. I just want to totally acknowledge that uh, we are basically taking our lives that we're, go- was going, you know, we're going like 100 miles an hour and then we're asked to stop. And that's quite an abrupt you know, um, thing to happen for us. And a lot of times in our society, in our culture, when we stop, our bodies are like, oh, time to go to sleep because that's the only time that we actually stop, right? So some of you may have experienced a lot of, like, sleepiness or tiredness, but others of you may experience a lot of restlessness or agitation, emotions like feelings of anger or um, sadness or grief or disappointment or even moments of joy. It's such a beautiful day outside. I think it's hard to not find some beauty in what's happening in nature. So to be able to um, be with, as I was saying last night, you know, my teacher Eric Kolvik saying, developing a heart that's ready for anything, to really like cultivate that alongside of becoming more aware, becoming more mindful of what's happening with us. It's the two of those things that really allow us to be with life as fully as possible. So during these guided heart meditations, we're basically going to be helping you cultivate this quality of being with life. And the first um, of these qualities is called uh, metta, or loving kindness. It's one of the four divine abodes um, in Buddhism. And uh, the other three are karuna, which is compassion, mudita, which is sympathetic joy, and upeka, which is equanimity. So today we're going to focus on metta. So what metta means in Pali, the Buddha's language, is love or loving kindness, an unconditional friendliness towards oneself or others. So this formal practice of metta taps into the power of intention by inclining the mind towards kindness, compassion, forgiveness, by silently repeating words, expressing love to oneself or others. It's not important to feel anything special, but rather to connect again and again to the meaning of the words if you can. If you find it difficult to connect with the words, just imagine what it would feel like to experience 
being loved through the sensations of your body as if you were being held by someone that you loved or a pet. Or just imagine energetically embodying and emanating love or kindness from every cell within you. There is no right or wrong way to practice loving kindness. What's most important is the intention to meet experience with as much compassion and kindness as you can. And just being super gentle with yourself. Metta practice is said to be an incredible antidote for negativity, whether it be self-hatred, insecurity, anger, or resistance to change. For me personally, it's been one of the most profound forms of self-care that I know and have experienced. And some of the benefits of metta, as described by the Buddha, is that through diligent metta practice, it brings easy sleep, pleasant dreams, protection from danger, a radiant face, a serene mind, and an unconfused death. So I think those are good bonuses for this practice. So before we go into the formal practice, I'd like to share a personal um, experience with uh, metta. So last March, I went on my first month-long meditation retreat at Spirit Rock. And at the opening of the retreat, uh, the teachers asked how many people in the Sangha were going to actually practice metta as part of their retreat. And I saw all these hands go up. And so um, being a lemming at the time, I decided to raise my hand and, and join in. And I decided to dedicate at least 50% of my sits and walks to practicing metta. And just to see what would happen. You know, there was no attachment to any sort of outcome. I was just curious. I basically went on the retreat because I had no idea what being silent for a whole month would be like. So I just wanted to find out. So what eventually happened was that I found myself practicing metta all the time. When I was in the dining hall, when I was walking up and down the hill, back and forth from the meditation hall to um, my daily walk down the road. And over the next 21 days, it transformed my way of being in the world in a significant way that I never could have imagined. As I became more aware of the judgments that would arise in the beginning of the retreat around teachers and other yogis on the retreat, I'm sure none of you are doing any of that, right? I countered my habitual tendency to compensate for my own sense of insecurity and fear by applying the salve of loving kindness to my old core wounds of feeling defective, inferior, and invisible. During sits, I would practice concentration and expansive awareness for half the session, and then I'd dedicate the second half to offering metta to someone I loved. During walking meditations, I would put my hand on my heart and offer metta to myself, using phrases such as, you deserve to be happy. You are deeply loved, and you are enough. So over and over again, with each practice session, whether I felt it or not, I would recite these phrases until they were embedded in my DNA. An incredible sense of peace within myself began to permeate my being as I found myself being less judgmental and super compassionate towards myself when I was. I felt free. So upon coming home, 
I asked my partner, do I seem different? And she replied, you have so much more equanimity. You're easeful in letting go and going with the flow more. That in and of itself was worth the price of admission. So my invitation to you on this retreat is to practice metta beyond these guided heart sessions and see what happens. So we'll begin the formal practice now. So the quickest way I thought to help break open your hearts for metta was to bring in a cute little puppy and just hold it up. But then it wouldn't be kosher. So So instead, allow yourself to find a comfortable and relaxed seated position in your chair or on your cushion that allows your back to be upright and relaxed if possible. Tucking your chin down towards your chest slightly to elongate your cervical spine and allow the crown of your head to reach for the sky. Allow your shoulders to drop down away from your ears and see if you can allow your arms to hang easily from your shoulders down into your hands, which are resting either on your thighs or knees. Allow your eyes to close or create a soft gaze downwards about two feet in front of you if that feels more comfortable. And then just allow yourself to take a couple of nice deep breaths in and out to receive a sense of your body, heart, and mind as they are right now. Acknowledging how life is moving through you And whatever arises is totally okay. See if you can bring a sense of ease and relaxation into your body by breathing into any areas of tension or stress and releasing with your exhale. As best you can, let your mind be quiet, letting go of any worries or concerns just for this next little while. You may find it helpful to bring attention to the center of your chest and to breathe into your heart. You may even want to put your hand over your heart to feel its presence. That's helpful to you. See if you can feel gratitude for giving yourself this time and space to be on this retreat. A rare gift in our crazy, busy world. And appreciating our family, friends, colleagues, whoever made it possible for you to be here this week. It's how priceless that support can be.
and to appreciating each other for creating this sangha of support for each other's practice. The practice of gratitude is one that I've found to really get me in touch with connecting, feeling a sense of love and appreciation. It's kind of a gladdening of the heart. So before we begin the meta practice, it may be helpful to clear a space with a short forgiveness offering. You may silently reflect on these phrases if you wish. If I have harmed any living being, intentionally or unintentionally, I ask for forgiveness. any living being has harmed me intentionally or unintentionally I offer forgiveness and take care of yourself with this one if you're not able to do so maybe aspire to be able to do so sometime in the future And if I have harmed myself intentionally or unintentionally, I forgive myself. And if I am unable to do so now, may I do so in the future. So we will begin the meta practice by first offering loving kindness to ourselves. So there is a reframe of a Buddhist quote that goes, you can search throughout the entire universe for someone who is more deserving of your love and affection than you are yourself. And that person is not to be found anywhere. You yourself, as much as anybody in the entire universe, deserves your love and affection. You yourself, 
as much as anybody in the entire universe deserve your love and affection. So I offer these phrases and please create ones that work best for you in your life right now instead if you wish. And as you recite these phrases to yourself, you may also wish to use the image from the Buddha's instructions to picture yourself as a young and beloved child or sense yourself as you are now held in the heart of loving kindness. May I be happy and peaceful. May I accept myself just as I am. May I be safe from inner and outer harm. May I be healthy and strong. May I be free from suffering. May I awaken and be free. May I be happy and peaceful. May I accept myself just as I am. May I be safe from inner and outer harm. May I be healthy and strong. May I be free from suffering. May I awaken and be free. So reciting these phrases or ones you've chosen for yourself.
feels difficult or challenging to take these phrases in, that's totally okay. Consider it planting seeds for one day to blossom. May I be happy and peaceful. May I accept myself just as I am. May I be safe from inner and outer harm. May I be healthy and strong. May I be free from suffering. May I awaken and be free. phrases to bathe yourself in loving kindness, these well wishes, this care. expand the circle of these well wishes of loving kindness include this sangha this community of spiritual friends who've gathered to inspire and support each other at this retreat so you can bring to mind the face of someone you're sitting next to or someone you passed in the hall or someone you sat with at lunch and recite these phrases or ones that you've chosen just as I want to be happy and peaceful may you be happy and peaceful Just as I want to accept myself as I am, 
may you accept yourself as you are. Just as I want to be safe from inner and outer harm, may you be safe from inner and outer harm. Just as I want to be healthy and strong, may you be healthy and strong. Just as I want to be free from suffering, may you be free from suffering. Just as I want to awaken and be free, may you awaken and be free. So choosing another neighbor, another yogi on this retreat, or just send metta to all that are on this retreat. May you be happy and peaceful. May you accept yourself just as you are. May you be safe from inner and outer harm. May you be healthy and strong. May you be free from suffering. May you awaken and be free.
as much love and loving kindness as you can to the Sangha, creating this field of compassion. Wishing everyone well. Though we may not know what each of us is carrying, it can be a lot. So creating this holding for all that's here for each of us and all of us. May we all on this retreat be happy and peaceful. May we all on this retreat accept ourselves just as we are. May all of us on this retreat be safe from inner and outer harm. May all of us on this retreat be healthy and strong. May all of us on this retreat be free from suffering. And may all of us on this retreat awaken and be free. Continuing these well wishes, not only for those of us within the Sangha, but to the Pearlstone staff, the animals on the land, all sentient beings in this area. And then lastly, we'll now expand the circle of loving kindness to include all beings everywhere. Our families, friends, co-workers, communities, governments, all who inhabit the earth.
May all beings everywhere be happy and peaceful. May all beings everywhere accept themselves just as they are. May all beings everywhere be safe from inner and outer harm. May all beings everywhere be healthy and strong. May all beings everywhere be free from suffering. May all beings everywhere awaken and be free. I'd now like to share the Metta Sutta from the Buddha as translated by my teacher, Ketriona Reed. If you want to live in truth and integrity, if you hunger for joy and freedom, then live simply. Be impeccable in everything you do, in every word, thought, and deed. Be receptive gentle, and unassuming. Avoid irrelevant obligations and extraneous distractions. Learn to be content with less, modest in what you consume. Simplify your tastes, tread lightly. Be gracious and appropriate, self-sufficient. Find ways to create balance in your relationships especially with those people you love the most. Respect the needs of others. Avoid antagonizing them unnecessarily. May all beings be happy and peaceful. May their hearts be full. All living beings, strong ones and weak, large or small, seen or unseen, those nearby or far away, those already born and those yet to be born, beings you can only imagine, as well as those that are beyond imagination, wherever they are, whatever they are, may they all, may all beings be joyous and happy. Let no one deceive another. Let no one despise another. Let no one out of resentment or anger wish harm to another. Just as a mother would give her life to protect an only child, so cultivate that same boundless open heart towards all of life. Let your thoughts of unconditional love and kind-heartedness permeate the cosmos, extending in all directions without obstruction, free from preconceptions or fear. Whatever you happen to be doing, whether you are seated, standing, walking, or lying down, so long as you draw breath, find ways to cultivate this quality of loving-kindness this tender quality of mind, which of all qualities is said to most accurately reflect the truth of who you are. Let go of any idea that you are separate from the web of living beings. Let your life be informed by the understanding that all things are interconnected. 
find ways to relinquish what you have used as substitutes for love and accept in their place the gift and infinite pleasure of boundless love. Wake up to all that surrounds you. Wake up to your life and be free. This is the power of loving-kindness. Through this practice, you can calm your life and keep connected to your own heart. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.